0: The following program is underwritten by the Christmas City Gift Show.
1: It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. So good to be with you today today. And today's show
2: is about being forever young. That youthfulness, God wants to renew your youth. Today, I have a very special guest that walked into my studio. It's, uh, I think, I need him as a bodyguard. I mean, this gentleman is big. Sid, you, how much do you weigh? Uh, probably two fifty. Two fifty. I mean, this is a solid two fifty. What's the size of those arms? 17 and a half half inch arms. And listen to this, listeners. He's 81 years young i mean the man looks like like you just uh, a poster child for uh jack Lelane. you remember oh, who jack Lelane is huh? Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> a lot, sure lot of is. our young listeners might not know but yeah. you know sid you were so kind to come in and share your story because you have a good story and we're going to talk about the transition in your life
0: but uh where'd you grow up at where are you from i'm right here in Gulfport, over uh, by milner stadium you grew up here. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm a, I'm a true native.
2: Were you um, uh, an active in sports? Were you always this big or always this fit?
0: Well, I have always worked physically. You know, I was a uh, long showman for about 10 years, and we had a, I had to carry sacks and, and out of boxes and all kinds of physical labor. So, actually, my job has required me to, to be physical. And... I worked for Hammond's Auto Electric for thirty years and worked as a mechanic in the electrical field, and still it's a lot of physical work. So,
2: well, you look great. And now, in your younger days were you were you a wild guy? I mean, did you like to go out on the weekends and party and do a lot of you know drinking, playing cards, or
0: whatever? Oh yes, all of that stuff, man. I I, uh, I was a partier, and I and, and it was on like I said on weekends i work hard during the week, you know, but come, coming the weekend, it was my time to go party and.
2: Well, it's and, that and, song, Working for the Weekend. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's just, uh, I'm one of those Elvis Presley fans, you know, and all these, uh, rock and roll people. And, uh, it was just, you know, as a sinner, I was having fun. You know, even the Bible says that sin is fun for a season, but, uh, and, and then, then there's a rec- you know, reckoning. There's a reckoning. <laughs> a reckoning for all that, you know.
2: So, is that what happened to you? You just to one day you just got tired of uh, all this partying. What What was the transition
0: in your life? Well, what happened was my wife got born again, and oh,
2: uh, uh, just for the listeners that we hear that term "born again." What do you mean "born again"?
0: Born again is kind of like uh, like a, a baby. You know, in a natural being born again, and then that baby has to grow up. You know, and, and be taught. You know how to how to function in the world, but uh, being born again of God is uh, being born again in a spirit. And when you're born again in the spirit, then there's a there's a big difference because you're just like that natural baby. You got to you got to learn. You got to grow, and it, it takes some time. You know, the Bible says that, you know, when a person receives Christ, they becomes a new creature. The whole old things have passed away. All things become new. So I'm a new creature in God. And, uh, you know, if you are not, if you don't change, if there's no repentance, then you're not born again. I so, mean, that, that's my opinion, you know, but that's the Word of God. Yeah, too. that's what the Word of God says. That's right. So, so
2: your wife was uh, having an effect on you.
0: Amen. She's the one that uh, really got me to go into church. Because on our 25th anniversary. She said, uh, I said, Well, what do you want for your uh, anniversary? You know, I thought maybe silver because silver is the 25th, you know, anniversary. And she said, Well, I want you to go to church with me. I said, Oh, <laughs> I, I wasn't born again yet, you know. So anyway, I said, uh, Well, if I take you to, uh, if I go to church with you, I'm not going to take you out to eat
2: because I, I was
0: trying to get out of going, you know.
2: <laughs> but, so. well, let me ask you this. So you were married. 25 years right so 25 years she
0: went to church but you didn't go to church oh no it was that same year that she was born she was born again about a year before me but she kept she was going to church and she was doing this and that you know religious things you know what have you
2: so has her husband uh in that year did you see a difference in her in your house
0: oh yeah definitely definitely she uh she got touched by the Holy Spirit, and it was just, she was just, uh, it was amazing, you know. And
2: But even seeing that, it didn't make you curious that maybe I need to go check this out. <laughs>
0: well, going to church was, was with her, is what took off. Because once I got in church and I got under the word, you know, these guys were preaching this and that. And uh, just one Sunday, I, I told my wife, I said, you know what? I ain't gonna go for you, I'm gonna go for me today. There you so, go So so when I went, somehow or another the word of God affected me and uh I kept walking all over the place, all over the church and I didn't know what to do. So finally I said, Oh the hell with it, I'm gonna go down to the altar. So I went down to the altar and I asked God to, I asked the preacher, in fact, what what should I do? What should I say? And he told me what to say and I said it, and that's when I felt like God had lifted off 200 pounds of sin.
2: Well, you know, the title of this show is Get the Hell Out of Your Life. It sounds like
0: it sounds like you went down
2: to the altar Amen. and Amen. put all the hell in your life
0: on the altar. Amen. Exactly. That's exactly what happened, man. I'll tell you what, it was awesome. And it's just— uh, What was the feeling like? It's just like, uh, uh, I don't know, it's, it's just euphoria, like, uh, like getting high, maybe. I was high on God. Wow, you know it's better than a high on marijuana or dope or whatever. It, that's, I mean, that's a good high. I mean, it's an everlasting high because after uh, I had received the Holy Spirit and God gave me a prayer language. Well, I, I was coming home one Sunday after a week after I had received the Holy Ghost, and as I was coming up the sidewalk, I told my wife, I said, "I got to get inside. Something's fixing to happen." Because when I got to the Holy Ghost, I only spoke two words, (laughs) goey-goey. (laughs) Goey-goey. I was was saying glory, glory. But uh, once I got in the house, I got on my knees, and here come these tongues, man. I'm telling you, I spoke in tongues for two and a half hours on that floor. Wow. And I did that for 18 months. And the reason for it is I got high. In the Holy Ghost, and I just, I just wanted to be in his presence.
2: Listeners, I'm talking with Sid Sissom. He, uh, as a gentleman I met a few months ago, I invited him to walk into my studio today, and I said, let's just talk. Let's just talk about Jesus and talk about your life. The guy is uh, just an incredible person. Uh, Fit man, eighty-one years old, seventeen-inch arms, and uh, you just—you look like a, a <laughs> about a fifty-year-old man. I'm 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 serious. So when when you tell people you're eighty-one years old, uh, what's their reaction?
0: Oh, they don't believe me. They don't believe me at all. And I tell them, I said, "Well, let me tell you what happened." You know, so I get an opportunity to be to witness to them because I, they they take me for like 61, 62. And what have you? And I tell them, look, uh, what God has done is—I give them a a Bible verse which says, "Be not wise in your own eyes; fear the Lord and depart from evil, and it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones." And I am living proof. Amen. And so when they, I have an opportunity in the gym to tell these people that, and I said, "That's why. That's why I'm young."
2: And, And you know, and that's a powerful testimony because. You are living proof when, you know, they see you, your physical fit. You look like Jack (laughs) LaLanne's twin brother. And uh, in your bench pressing, this heavy weight, what's your average bench press?
0: Well, the other day, actually, uh, I was going for uh, 303 pounds. I should have went a little lighter because I missed it. But uh, uh, at 65, I had bench pressed 425 pounds, and that was a state record. Wow. <laughs> and I also, also hold the national record for 80-year-old.
2: So when you come across, and I know you have to because I do, you come across people that say, you and this Christian stuff, you know what? You guys are just a bunch of holy rollers, and I, I've never been able to get into that. How does a man with. The size you are and your wisdom and your knowledge, how do you, you don't beat them up, I know that, but <laughs> but how do you respond to that, Sid?
0: Well, most of the time, I, I don't have a whole lot of trouble with people because, I guess because of my size and uh, ugly, you know, maybe a little bit ugly, <laughs> and, and they don't say much, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it doesn't bother me.
2: Well, friends, it's time for a break, and when I return, I will continue my conversation
1: with a man whose youth was renewed by God, Sid Sissom. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope.
3: You know you should tell others about Jesus Christ.
2: That is like the greatest job in the whole world.
3: But there's a right way to do it, and a lot of wrong ways. For one thing, don't get irritated if they tell you your faith is just your opinion. (laughs) Wrong word fact because if you get argumentative people might get the wrong impression that man there he's meaner than a gut shot grizzly instead just focus on being the best christian you can be and pray for the holy spirit to do the work he will impress on their hearts the seriousness of sin each of us has a destiny for good before do. And the soon coming of Christ. If that plane leaves the ground and you're not with him, you'll regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon and for the rest of your life. Then, because of your friendship and consistent example, you'll be able to talk with him about God's Word. It's the latest, the Blue Jeans Bible. Sharing the Gospel with others will be a lot less intimidating if you pray that God will open the doors and hearts before you open your mouth. Because no matter where people go, sooner or later, they find that God's already been there.
2: This is Ron Myers. It is finished. My book, The Promoter. It took me three years and, well, my story, it is a wild story. I will share things that I have never shared with anyone from my childhood to my days as a promoter. I did anything to make a buck. I was hungry for attention and publicity. I really wasn't a good person. Sex, drugs, and money was driving me. But something happened on the road to become a millionaire. I ran into God. My story is written for you. As you read the book, God will speak to you through the pages, and your dreams will come alive and hope will be restored. Check out my book, The Promoter. It's available on my website, thepromoter.org, or online at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and iTunes. Welcome back listeners, I'm Ron Myers, and you're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life, and today I'm talking to a, a great gentleman, 81 years young, and just a very fit person, 17 and a half inch arms, bench presses 300 pounds, and he, he is really a believer. And said before the break, you said that when you run into somebody, you have no fear about just sharing Jesus with them.
0: I'll tell anybody about Jesus. It don't matter who it is, you know, so as time goes on, I get bolder and bolder about it, you know, amen, it doesn't matter because they if they don't have if they're not born again, they're going to hell, you know, and there's a lot of people out there like that, and a lot of people say they're saved, but they don't know what born again is. I'm you know, thinking, man, something wrong there, you know, you
2: know, I always tell people they ask me what was the change in my life, and I said, well, I went from a knowledge of Jesus. Uh, To a relationship. And there's a lot of people that go to church through the traditions, which I did. I mean, Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Catholic family. We did this, we did that. We, you know, did our confession on Friday night. We stood up, sit down, said our our Fathers or Hail Marys. Mm -hmm. But I was, I didn't have a relationship. And uh, one day I was hungry. I was hungry because my life was so empty. And that's when I met Jesus as a personal. Savior and began that relationship. Uh, does that make sense to you?
0: Amen. It sure does because you know it's uh, when you have when you have a relationship, you need a relationship, not religion, and religion is just going to send you to hell. You know because you're trying to to do things good, you know, but that's not good enough. Well, you know, Sid, how long have you been married? Sixty-one years. So
2: sixty-one years. So if I was to ask you what your wife's favorite color was, you probably could answer that, right? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but your favorite dessert or you could almost probably complete a sentence if 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 she started one, you almost know what she's going
0: to say. Yeah, oh, right? Yeah, yeah we've been together so long just
2: Well, and see there you go. This is the point I'm trying to make. Right. You didn't know that when you first met her. And you had to spend time with your and and develop a relationship. Amen. And the relationship with God is basically the same way. You have got to spend time day in and day out with Jesus, with prayer, reading the word of God. And you understand what makes Jesus happy, what makes him not happy, what his favorite color is and (laughs) what his favorite meals. The point being is when we have that relationship with God. Uh Uh-huh. We get to know him more and the more we know him the more we want to please him.
0: Amen. That's right. It's uh you know Jesus is the word. And the more that we have our hearts and minds and spirit into the word, we know it. You know, I've read the word of God for probably 25 30 times. I mean all the way through. And that's not enough.
2: That's not that's enough. That's
0: not enough. You know, and not only that, you got to you got to take you got there has to be action behind that. Where You know, where it talks about it in James, where faith, without, faith works. without works is dead. You know, dead faith. I don't have dead faith. I got live faith. <laughs>
2: you have live faith. You know, I love to talk. My assignment, I believe, from the Lord is to encourage people, to empower people to pursue their God-given purpose, their destiny. I believe all of us have a specific plan, an assignment here on earth. What's Sid Sissom's assignment?
0: Well, uh I believe kinda like evangelism, you know, uh I feel free to talk to people. I don't have I don't meet any strangers hardly. And of course I'm known by a lot of people on this Gulf Coast, you know, I've been been here a long time, so people know who I am. You know, they know who I was and who I am today. And and uh, it's it's great to uh you know, to meet people and they say, hey, old Sid, you know, and I said, well, where do you know me from? He said, well, Hammett's uh, in the gym here and there, you know, so it's all over the place. It's all over the place. All over the place, you know, so they know who I am, you know, and I am a son of God. Sid, somebody out there listening, they
2: want to know God more but they've had some bad experiences maybe with church or family members. And so they have this little distant relationship, but then they hear you and something kind of uh, lights up inside of them. What would you tell a person that um, isn't sure about God, but really wants to know more about God? What would you tell that person if they met you today over at Starbucks?
0: Well, for one thing, you have to be open to whatever you know, whatever a person is saying. A lot of times, people, when you talk about Jesus, they want to just get away from you. <laughs> but I, I kind of hold on to them, you know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if you ever have that experience, you know, and you want to, you want to be a better person, you've got to, you've got to have Jesus in your life. There's no other. You can't be good unless you got Jesus in your life. And when I'm talking about good, I'm talking about like uh, like uh, bad was created by good. And, you know, the devil was good. But then he turned bad. That's where bad was created, was, was by the devil, not God. God's good. You know, so I got that from C.W. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, you got to want to change and the word says that but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are as foolishness unto him, and neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. So unless a person truly has Jesus in their heart, there's gonna be no change. There's not gonna be he's not gonna know, he don't understand, and until you're born again you will not understand. Well,
2: as you said when we started talking, um when you come to relationship with God through his son, Jesus, we are born again. We are a new creation. And a lot of people find this hard to believe because their past is so bad. They find it hard to believe that God will totally forgive your past. Throw it in the sea of forgetfulness. But he start, he gives us a new slate, a new opportunity to do the things he's called us to do so we don't have to walk around with guilt.
0: Isn't that awesome? Amen. I, uh, it's, uh, I had to, after I was born again and really was growing in God, I had to go to all my children and tell them to forgive me what I had done f- to them in the past because I was strict and I was— uh. You know, I'd beat their behinds and what have you. Maybe too much sometimes, and maybe not enough other times. But, but all of my children have turned out truly uh, workers. Uh, not all of them are born again, but I'm, I'm in faith. I'm waiting for them to to come on into that relationship with Jesus. But uh,
2: what was their response when you went to them to apologize?
0: Oh, they was they was they was happy. You know, I mean they they look up more to me now than then than before. You know because I guess they kind of feared me, you know, because I put the fear in them, <laughs> you know. So, but anyway, they they truly love me now, you know. Wow, that's I'm more awesome. more so. Not, I'm sure they loved me before, but since I have Jesus in my life, it's uh, it's more apparent, you know, that they they trust in me and have faith in me and and really truly love me. So, Sid, what's one of the what What's a favorite
2: thing that you like to do with life? You are just a vibrant young <laughs> eighty one years old, and it looks like you're really having a fun time in life. So, what's a favorite thing? What do you like to do?
0: Well, I, I have uh, like fifteen acres of property that the Lord blessed me with, and I stay busy in my yard. I cut grass. I do anything that physical. I love to be physical.
2: You got little animals, little goats or
0: chickens, or uh, no? I tried all that. <laughs> I don't need anybody to take care of. You know, I take care of my wife. You know, and what have you. And but uh, then I work on cars for other people. Being retired, I'm retired, but I work on some cars here and there, pick up a little cash. You know, and and uh, just fellowship people that know me, call me and want to know want to know if I work on their cars. And I said, well, if you can leave it and bring it to me, I, you know, I'll take care of it. And, I just stay active. You got to stay active. You got to stay yeah. active. Active, right? Exactly. No matter what you do. You
2: yeah, know. and never slow down uh, to tune the things that God calls us to do, because we're all only one heartbeat away from eternity.
0: Amen. Amen. And uh, I, I think, run. I run a uh, men's group in my in my garage. In your garage? Yes, sir. And I had <laughs> uh, I had a uh, group, eight men in my group this past Sunday, and one of them got delivered from drugs wow and he cried and cried and I'm telling you what that I could feel the Holy Spirit in that in that garage I mean it was awesome it was awesome
2: so Sid if somebody wants to reach out to you they just feel a connection through this broadcast can they contact you directly
0: do you have an email my email is uh let me think about it well, mighty, th- mighty man 519 at gmail.com
2: mighty man 519 at gmail.com right Right, and so if somebody just wants to talk to you, maybe they connected with you through here, or maybe they just would say, "Will you pray for me, Sid? You're, you'll welcome them. I'm, I'm ready. You're, I'm ready. Maybe bring them up to your garage. Amen. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll give them what. a tune up. <laughs> yeah. Tune them up with Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you're doing good. You're yeah. doing good, Sid. I, I'm just so glad that you were able to stop by. Before we go, Sid, I want you. To just pray for the listeners. Pray what you feel the Lord wants you to pray because there's a lot of people out there right now, Sid. Okay. They're having a tough time in life.
0: Amen. Father God, I just want to bring up all these listeners to my voice today and ask God that that you would open their eyes to see and ears to hear what says the Spirit of God to them. And Lord, we know that there's a lot of hurting people out there, God. Those that are that are on dope they're uh, drug addicts, they uh, have addictions in these casinos, they, uh, they have so many problems, Lord, but we know that you're a problem solver, and if they could just get you, Jesus, in their life and have that relationship, all this will go away in time. It takes time to grow, but he will deliver you, and you won't have to worry about it anymore. God has delivered me, and I don't want that stuff anymore. I want more of him, And I'm telling you, He's your only peace, and He is your salvation. He is God, and He is the Lord, our Savior. And I just want to bless you people out there. And if you have any questions or you want to ask me, feel free to call and and ask me. And I'll I'll definitely, uh, except for these crank calls, I'll definitely answer you. (laughs) And uh, just may the Lord bless everyone out there. And also bless Ron Myers, this man that is a man of God and and he's putting it out there. We all have our 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 uh, our job and he is, is doing his job in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you. Sid says some listeners eighty one years old Bench presses 300 pounds and great shape. I mean, but the, like you said, the Lord renewed your spirit, renewed your body. You have a new vibrant, you've got a health, and you're using the time that God has given you to share the good news. Amen. Amen. Well, you're doing a great job, Sid. Uh, what's your wife's name? Mary. Well, Mary. Hi, Mary. I know you're <laughs> you're listening. You're doing a good job. And Mary, thank you for inviting Sid to church on the anniver on your 25th anniversary. Uh, your both of your destinies have changed forever. Amen. All right. Amen. God bless you, Sid. Thank you. All God right. God bless you, Ron. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the Book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your
0: plans and future to him.
2: Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, my time is up and I want to leave you with a Psalm verse 103, 1 through 5. Bless the Lord. O oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. In other words, friends, God wants you to be forever young. He isn't finished with you. He has something just for you. So dust off those dreams, dust off those desires, and your next prayer, say, Dear Lord Jesus, Open my eyes, give me some defined thoughts, download in my brain what it is I need to do for you. Friends, this is a great time to be alive. I love you, God loves you, and remember when you get the hell out of your life, you will be forever young.
1: Get the Hell Out of Your Life is produced by Ron Myers Productions and is underwritten by the Christmas City Gift Show. We invite you to come shop with over 250 exhibitors from all over the South, November 11th through the 13th, inside the Convention Center on the Beach in Biloxi, Mississippi. You can find more information at christmascitygiftshow.com. If you would like to share your story or listen to previous episodes, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. Join us next week for another episode episode of get the hell out of your life real stories real struggles and real hopes